Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio, show 217, recorded at Big Dog Studio. Today's show is brought to you in part by the Herbal Nerd Society. We want to thank the Herbal Nerd Society for their kind and generous support. Each month, Herbal Nerd Society members give us a small subscription fee, and in return, we give them four articles each um, that are written on an Herbal Nerd Society-inspired topic, and we do a monthly newsletter. And then we try to send out gifts and create opportunities for connection and discussion with the Herbal Nerd Society, usually quarterly. Um, so yeah, go over to thepracticalherbalist.com and click on the Herbal Nerd Society to learn more. All right. Now here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Patrick Hunter. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Patrick Hunter. And welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. So how do you like Big Dog Studio? It's a change for sure. Um, we're, we're in a different part of Eugene now, and uh, it's uh, we have big picture windows, so we get to see all the traffic that's going by as we're recording. And the butte. We and can see the butte. Well, I can see the yeah, butte. Yeah, you can see the butte. I can't see the butte. I, I strategically so. positioned my spot at the kitchen table here to see the butte. Yeah, I, I get to see a chain restaurant. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, but as many of you know, we've we've moved offices and locations. We've condensed all of our businesses into one hub, if you will. And uh, this is actually our first show recorded at the new studio space. Yes, names were thrown about. I liked calling it the West Eleventh. And I thought that sounded like a bar, so I figured yeah. that wouldn't work. <laughs> so we talked about many other options, but honestly, it is a big dog studio. It is a big dog studio. One of the things that allows us, one of the things that's really cool is now that we have our own space that we're that we're doing. It's we can set the rules, and, and the, one of the rules are is that um, mud paw comes along. Mud paw comes along. So um, the big black dog is is here, uh, visiting with us every day that we're here, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it's and been I fun. I think he likes it. He does. So, um, we had Sage of Popham last week. That was really a terrific discussion. I always really enjoy talking to Sage. He is insightful. I always uh, mess him up with somebody else. And so when, when I'm listening to him, I, I, you know, when he's, oh, we have Sage Pop, I'm like, oh, we have to record that show for him? Okay. I'm like, all right. And I get into it. And I'm like, and then it's someone else. But, oh, it's that guy. You know? <laughs> you know? You're so bad. Well, you never know. I mean, it's, but he's, yeah, he is. I just, I just messed up some names. And, and he, but he was, he's really, um, well, he embodies that practical part of the practical herbalist that we talk about all the time. Yeah, one of the things that I've always loved about talking with him and learning from him is that he's got that sort of understanding of the esoteric way out there, intricacies of how the stars affect the plants and all of that. But he's actually really practical and he will give you – he always brings it right back down to, okay, so you've got a cough. Let's talk about that. Right. So, you know? yeah, he, he, he can address any level of woo-woo that you're comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, and that's, I think, going back to that, that practical statement is that one of the things, especially now as we're recording this, the coronavirus is oh, uh, starting to yeah. move through the U.S. pretty pretty, uh, pretty, pretty fast. fast. And a lot of people are concerned about it. Of course, we have the un. un Unfathomable, unreasonable, no way to define it. Run on toilet paper in the country, which no right. one, no one I mean, can figure this one out. I do want to ask this question: Were people not using it before? Right, and you and, know the and, soap too. Were people just not washing their hands before? 
It's a little scary to me. <laughs> that, is oh. the, that is the, the interesting part. And in, um, uh, an article I just read, like actually yesterday, talked about, you know, they interviewed people at Costco in the morning and they asked them, why are you buying all this toilet paper? Yeah. And they said, well, because everybody else is. Right. So it's You're this herd like, mentality wow. that's causing this <laughs> run on paper products that doesn't need to be um, needs to doesn't need to be yeah. done. And, and, yeah. and the other thing too, the symptoms of the coronavirus are basically the symptoms of, of a heavy cold, heavy flu, and pneumonia. Yeah. That's yeah. what you need to be worried about, not whether or not you have uh, 200 rolls of toilet paper sitting in your bathroom, because right. it's not going to give you diarrhea. It tends, yeah. You know, as it's far as I've ever, everything, everything I've read about it is, it tends to be much more affecting the respiratory tract. Yeah. So you know, you could use Kleenex to blow your nose if you need I mean, to yeah, instead I, of yeah, toilet paper. Yes, I, I, I think maybe people are so worried that they may be um, quarantined. I think that's what that really, they, uh, yeah. But I think it has to move to such a different level right now uh, than it is for that quarantine, in, you know, to, for mass public quarantine to to come about, and. Maybe, and I know that I was reading, um, another person sent me something today from a, from a, I think it was a CDC, and said that the virus doesn't last in the sun. So maybe with more sun, coming, yeah. maybe we'll That'd be helpful. have a less uh, opportunity for spreading. But For we'll some see. of us, like those of us in the Pacific Northwest, the summer and the sun also usually brings drought, so that'll dry things up, which will make it harder, I expect, for the virus to survive. And then for folks who live in the damper areas, damper climates, the warmth will make it harder for the virus to survive. Yeah. It's my understanding. It, it, I could be wrong, but my understanding is that warm temperatures are harder for it to survive in than cold temperatures. So. Right. But that in mind, going to visit your um, your herbalist is part of this whole conversation of um, overall health and overall um, benefits. Yeah. So, so I've, I've got to say right here, if you believe you have coronavirus or you're fearful that you may have coronavirus, don't go see your herbalist first. That would be maybe a doctor's visit because that's that's a that's a you know trauma sort of thing. That that's an emergency room potentially kind of thing. You know, if you're feeling like you need to get help and you've got those kinds of the corona symptoms, you know, the high fever and the respiratory distress and you're starting to having problems breathing, that's when you need to really go to the emergency room. Well, and that brings up that whole idea of what is trauma versus more um, acute long-term treatment. So a broken yeah. arm, herbalist yeah. or not? I'm thinking if you can get to a doctor, you're much better off. Right. You so, know, if you're in the middle of the woods and, and you happen to be with an herbalist and there are no doctors within shouting range, okay, yeah, you're probably going to ask the herbalist to help you out. But Right. You know, if you're you're living in a civilization anywhere and you can see a doctor because you broke your arm, you should. Right. So that yeah, that's yeah. that finding of that trauma, a, a large a very large cut or gash or something where it's going to need to have sutures or stitches, mm -hmm. you know, the um uh, the broken heart attack. Heart Go attack. see a doctor, yeah. you know. Um but if you have issues of um uh, breathing maybe or I'm trying to think more of acute uh, issues, Candice, what do you, more of a long-term kind of thing that would be affected well by herbs? Well, herbs do well for like chronic conditions. So let's say you've got digestive problems or you have chronic migraines or you have pain that just is always, I mean, it's, it's long-term. It's not, I just bumped my, my knee and now I've got a bruise and it hurts. It's 
I, my knee hurts every single day or it hurts more when it's raining or right. whatever. That Those kind of conditions are often really the long-term chronic problems are often very well helped by herbs. Yeah, like systemic inflammation that might cause mm-hmm. that um, osteoarthritis thing. Like for me, my knee, um, I know that I take things that you've recommended, of course, and um, over long-term that my knee pain has gone way down because of that. My inflammation has gone down because of those things. So that's a long-term uh, chronic condition that's really good for herbalism. I want to make sure that I, w- I was using acute wrong, misusing right, that yeah. word. I don't want acute means um, big time. You got to yeah. You know, acute is like something really bad has happened, right. or you're in a sudden like a sudden illness mm-hmm. might be an acute thing. An ear infection would be considered an acute thing. Someone who gets ear infections all the time, though, that's kind of more of a that's it crosses in the moment when the infection's flaring up. It's acute. But if you're getting them every couple of weeks, then it's really a chronic issue. Right. And that's a point where you probably want to work with both a doctor and your herbalist. Your herbalist will help you address the chronic aspect of it and hopefully move it in the direction of not having flare-ups. But you may need the doctor for the flare-up moments, and that's okay. That's part of the power of herbalism is that herbalists are trained, good herbalists are trained to work with other care providers. So they're, they're trained for working with, you know, being able to speak the language of doctors, being able to speak the language of the acupuncturist, being able to speak the language of the sports medicine physicians mm-hmm. and, um, oh, the word physical therapists. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they need, that. that's what a, a good herbalist is doing is learning how to speak all those languages so that they can communicate clearly with, and about and you know about whatever it is you need to have them communicate about that when you come to them and say oh I've got these labs I don't really know what they mean a really well trained herbalist will be able to sit down with you and start explaining they may not know all the information they may need to take time to do some further research but they should understand the basics of what they're looking at so now that we've kind of defined really what you know, what what you would need to see an herbalist for. Mm-hmm. If you're going to an herbalist, what, what would you want to bring along, to, to, if you will, to maximize your, your best outcome or your best treatment or your best ability to help the herbalist help you? Well, you know, when we were talking before we started recording and got the show going, you mentioned that it's really important to bring your story with you. Mm-hmm. And that's really one of the powerful aspects of going to see an herbalist that you don't often get with a physician is you've got time to tell your story. And a lot of times the gold is in or the diamonds are in the details of the story that you may not realize are connecting them or are connected with the cause or the primary root of the problem. And your doctor doesn't hear it because he or she just doesn't have time to sit with you for an entire hour while Mm -hmm. you tell your story. But your story is, you know, includes your symptoms and includes what you've tried and and how much you've tried. I mean, if you have insomnia and you tried kava once after you had a lot of coffee, then yeah, kava didn't work that time, but you didn't give it a really strong go. There might be some different ideas your herbalist has for it, or maybe they suggest something completely different, you know. But the doctor doesn't necessarily have the time to be able to sit with you for the full long story and hear all the various details. Yeah, it's it's down to the kind of the nuts and bolts thing with, with mm-hmm. a physician. Um, 
Yeah, and, you and, and have, for acute care, time, so. for acute care or serious traumas, that is what it's got to be. Mm-hmm. So that is the place the doctors are serve really, really well. Unfortunately, we've tried in at least in our country to make the doctoring the, the system we have for medicine be one size fits all, and it really isn't. That's not an accurate way of looking at it. And we do have some types of doctors like naturopaths and osteopaths who open up more, they they have a little bit more time, they can make more space for a little bit more of the story. So, you know, they, along with herbalists, are good pieces of a team mm-hmm. that, you know, makes sense to have. Exactly. Um, and the other thing, too, is that if you're going to see an herbalist and you're going to go through the time to tell your story and you're going to go through the time to, to listen to what they have to say and recommend certain things for you to do, Sometimes it's not always going to be um, a tea or a tincture or whatever. It might be those things, but they also might say, now I want you to develop a sleep routine or I want Mm -hmm. you to develop this. And I think one of the things that, and I'm trying to remember the the term, it it eludes me at the moment, but basically um, patient buy-in, if you will. And I don't want to use the word patient, but, but, you know. Yeah, you you need to be invested in whatever it is that they suggest. Right, you you know, because you don't want to be, just take the, the the tincture and then don't change anything else. And then two, three weeks later, come back into the herbal and say, nothing works. I knew herbs didn't work. And that was it. Yeah. Whereas you didn't really make the the overall changes that the herbalist might have suggested based on your story. I mean, if you're a completely stressed out person, always stressed out, you know, it doesn't matter if you see an herbalist or you see a physician. At the end of the day, they're really not going to be able to fix you because you're not willing to change. There's not a magic drug or an herb that can cure you right. in those types of situations. You have to have, it's a, it's a more of a, I don't like this word, but a holistic way of approaching your care and what else you can do. I mean, we have a, we have a teen who always wants to have the magic pill and we've been telling him for years, there is no magic pill. A pill can help you with symptoms. It can help you with things. But if you're not willing to de-stress, go to bed on time, wake up at the same time, you know, not start, you know, drink energy drinks at 10 o'clock at night and not, you know, expect that you're just going to fall asleep after that. You know, if you're going to do those things continually, then yeah, you're going to continue to have those problems, those issues that you're having. So you're not going to get better. Right. So you have to really own your own. Um, yeah. It's take it, own your own power, own your power to make changes. And that goes for not just seeing herbalists, but seeing every type of healthcare provider, doctors included. Ultimately, the, at the end of the day, when your doctor says, oh, I want you to try this prescription or this therapy or whatever. You need to choose to try it or to not try it. And if you try it and it doesn't work well for you, it's not the doctor's fault. That was their, they, they're practicing. They're trying to figure it out too. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't followed their advice, then you can't really blame them when their suggestion doesn't work. And that have that goes for herbalists as well. I mean, you know, if the herbalist says take the take the tincture or the tea half an hour before bed, and then turn down the lights, turn off all your screens, make space for quieting down, get into your pajamas, prepare for bed, you know, sit down, do your meditation for two minutes of breathing, and then lay down. And you don't, and and, and instead you make the tea, but you are busy, you know, trying to get some last couple of emails in and see the last 10 minutes of your show and um, you sort of get your bed, get yourself ready for bed in about five minutes instead of a half an hour like suggested, 
then the tea is not going to be able to help you as much because you haven't bought into the process of preparing for sleep. So what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it is what you expect. So you have to take, and we've said that here before on on this podcast. Yeah. You have to take ownership of your health care because no one else will. Yes. And depending on. And you're the one who's got to live in that body. Right. And depending on a fleet of other people to to do that for you, uh, you're just going to be miserable for a very long time. Yeah. Until you're willing to, to take ownership. So, yeah, when you're going to see your herbalist, bring with you your story. Include, be make sure that you know where you've, you've jotted down the details of your symptoms. When mm-hmm. do they occur? How do they occur? How does it feel? What makes it better? What makes it worse? That sort of thing. Um, anything that you've already tried or you're currently trying. It's really important when you see your herbalist if to let them know that you are on these supplements or these prescriptions or oh, you were on them and you quit taking them a day ago, a week ago, a year ago, whatever it happens to be, if it's, you know, within a year-ish, or if it's in close proximity to when the problem started, you were on this prescription, then this problem started and you quit taking it, but the damage is done, you know. Exactly. Just make sure that you have those pieces of your story there. And you should also bring with you honesty. It's much more helpful to your herbalist if you're honest with them you know, say, yeah, I, I don't go to bed at, I like, I want to get eight hours of sleep every night, but in all honesty, it's more like six because I tend to stay up watching TV later than I want to. Your herbalist, if, if he or she is the proper herbalist for you, should not be judging. There's no judgment. Mm-hmm. It's not about judgment at all. The herbalists that I know, not a single one of them judges over what you did or didn't do or what I have or haven't done, what they're really doing is saying, let's look at all of the picture. Let's see the whole picture and try to figure out where we can move a piece a little bit here or a little bit there to bring you into better alignment with what you want to experience. So they're not looking to judge at all. They're looking to understand the whole entire complexity of this pattern that you're dealing with. So if you're not honest with them, they're not seeing the real pattern. They're going to see a distortion. So they're going to suggest something based on what they believe is the real pattern, and it's actually distortion. And it could be that the little bits of information that you weren't really honest about is actually the really key pieces to helping them recognize this herb isn't the right one. That's the right one. And you're going to you're going to be more satisfied and you're going to have a better experience with the herbs if you're just honest. Right. And that's not always easy. No, because I mean, we all feel, we always feel like we'll be judged and you know the herbalist isn't there to judge you, they're there to help you. Right. And uh getting, and it's hard not to judge yourself. Oh yeah, I mean we're know? we're the we're we're the, usually our worst critics and you know um yeah, if you can calm that voice down, then you're even ahead of most people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, not judging yourself is really challenging. You should expect that your herbalist will support you in whatever it is you're doing, however you're doing it, not judge you. Right. Again, their job is not to do that. Their job is to help you. Yeah. And maybe even give you an insight into to what's causing even that judgment on yourself and hopefully you yeah. can fix that too. Yeah. So bring your story, bring your stuff, get ready to be treated, take ownership. All good hints, all good clues, all good things to do. So we have a, a question do we? We do. We have an Herbal 101 question today. And I don't have any cool theme music for our Herbal 101 question anymore. So oh, nice. what happened to our so cool now it's just theme time music? For, 
No, we had. Oh, no, that was we had herbal news news music. Um, yeah. But now we don't. We just don't. So we're going to just say it's time for herbal one on one questions. <laughs> <laughs> so today's question comes from Veronica J. Um, so uh, her question is. Hello, I'm in the process of repairing and macerating some herbal glycerides. I intend to agitate or shake daily. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, she put a question mark. So I'm going to start that over again. Hello, I'm in the process of repairing and macerating some herbal glycerides. I tend to agitate or shake daily. What is your common sense advice to use uh, to the use of rock tumblers, paint shakers, magnetic stirs, and lab vibrators? Well, that's a whole lot of options for shaking stuff up, Candice. What do you That is a lot of options for shaking stuff up. From a very, very practical, common sense, just get her done kind of position, I would say, you know, set the jars of your glycerates out where you can pick them up, pick them up, each one up, one or two good shakes, maybe three or four, shake, 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 set it down, do one, the next one, shake, 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 set it down. If you do that every single day for, it's usually 14 to 24 or 14 to 21 days, so two to three weeks, you're going to be doing probably even better than I've ever actually done. So you know, it's you're, funny. you're good. When you were saying that, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was the, that disco song. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake your, your teacher. Or in this case, shake, shake your, your glycerin. <laughs> <laughs> so. so the other, I mean, I have seen people, you know, reference using the, a wide variety of different ways. I haven't heard about rock tumblers as a way to shake, but I could see how that, you know, theoretically you could you could get a lot of agitation. But I don't think you necessarily need that much. You really don't need that much. The key part for glycerates and for tinctures and really for vinegars is to give them enough agitation so that the molecules of liquid that are next to the molecules of solid are moved so that new molecules that haven't been infused with the properties in the solids Mm -hmm. have an opportunity to soak that up. The reality is that if you are willing to let them sit for a longer time, maybe three months, you don't really have to shake much at all. And if you're not going to be a lazy herbalist like me and not let them sit for, you know, you won't, you really want your stuff done in two to three weeks, then a little bit of shaking each day will help you out. Um, I like, I do have a lab stirrer, one of those magnetic stirrers. Yes, it's very cute. I like watching it it in the the little, the little. Mm -hmm. Bead yeah. spins around. It's fun. Capsule. It's fun. And the reason that I have it, in all honesty, is because I hate stirring lotions. They're just, they take forever. And, and I hate, I just hate doing that. It, it irritates me. So I can put it on my lab stirrer thing and, and, and it'll stir for half an hour for me. And I can do something else. Oh, that, you know, so, so that, but that's the only real, that's really the only place that I personally use my magnetic stirrer it's a brilliant invention because mm-hmm. yeah. um, i've watched you make you know tinctures and these things for years and i've never seen you um agitate that often i know but yeah. i also know that you're going for more of a longer term i mean you'll put something in a jar and it may go for you know a few months or more yeah yeah um, I, i've been known to but wait a year to strain tinctures uh, I, I would, I would, I would like to see that. I mean, to have a paint shaker in your house is pretty intense. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of painting. That's a lot of. That's some big tincture. That's some big tincture. And, and that is another thing we didn't we didn't qualify. I mean, I'm talking about doing tinctures that are like a half gallon jar right. or smaller. Right. If you're doing something that's very large scale, 
you know, five gallons, yeah, it's going to be really hard to shake that. So yeah. being able to put it into a paint shaker or some other larger apparatus for even just a minute or two each day would be helpful. But Keep in mind when you are shaking fluid like that, like in a paint shaker, a rock tumbler or anything like that where you're not letting the, um, the air escape or any of the gases escape, yeah. um, it builds up pressure. It's a hydrostatic, hydrostatic pressure and it can blow out. And yeah. it's not something you want to do either. So, so yeah. that's a mess everywhere. Yeah, if you're going to be using one that big, I suppose it would probably be wise to essentially burp it before yeah. and afterwards. Right, you want to do that. For doing my little quart jars on the counter or my half-gallon jars, I don't usually run into the problem of needing to let excess gas out. Right. But they're small. So yeah. I like your advice. As you walk by and you see your half-gallons on the counter, just mm -hmm. shake, shake, shake. Yeah. Shake, shake, shake your glycerin. Yeah. Shake your glycerin. Move yeah. on to the next one. I think there you go. That's your yeah. rule. Yep. All right. Thank you very much for a most excellent question, Veronica. Thanks, Veronica. If you want to submit a question, um, there is basically a form, uh, submit your question form, or a 101 question on every one of the podcasts. It's on the sidebar. You can, any of the old podcasts, any of the new ones. So if you have a question while you're listening to the podcast, you can just go ahead and fill it out right there. Very easy to do. And we don't answer all of them, of course, but we try to get to as many as we can. And if we like one that really um, kind of hits with a, a broader base, then we'll put it on the show. So... Um, with that being said, uh, it's time. So, hey, if you like the uh, Real Realism Radio podcast and you want to review us on iTunes, it goes miles uh, in helping us get more listeners because the more people that are willing to put up a, uh, you know, a good review, it just magnifies us and shouts out, hey, these guys know what they're kind of doing and talking about. Yep. Um, as always, we're on the socials again, Facebook, Pinterest, and uh, Twitter, and what are the other ones? Uh, who knows? There's <laughs> so many. Uh, but uh, feel, to feel, feel free to reach out. And uh, as always, become an Urban Nerd uh, Society member that helps us in doing what we're doing here, supporting us. Um, and I guess until next time, put, put an, an herb, herb on, on it. it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem. Any testimonials, questions or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.